What's up, everybody? The last two generations, maybe three, everybody knows who this guy is. This is an icon. Let me take a few minutes to uh, remind us all, okay? Enjoy, my friends. Sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clocks run out, time's up, over, plow. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes rabbit. He choked, he's so mad, but he won't give up. Welcome back to episode 17 of the East West Grind podcast. Hey, who is this uh, Machine Gun Kelly? Big bird looking motherfucker. Shit talking. For years I hear. Like Machine Gun Kelly ever has a chance at Icon. Eminem paved the way for young guys like you, fool. In a hundred years, your great-grandkids, Machine Gun Kelly, they'll be listening to Eminem. And Machine Gun Kelly, if you're lucky, you get now 5,000 on whatever a CD looks like a hundred years from now. Show some damn respect. See, um, this is what we've been griping about with these uh, younger generations. Where is the respect? You think you know everything, don't you? Life hasn't even begun to bitch slap you yet, my man. All right, you guys, we got a bunch of stuff to get into. I'm not even sure when I, uh, you know, get going, we'll get going. Enjoy the next few seconds, and then let's rock and roll. That was fun, right? All right. Hoping everyone is staying healthy physically and mentally. Stay away from the processed foods, my friends. Go fresh as often as you can. Clear minds produce proactive, clear decisions, mostly. And processed foods fuck with your mind and your body. Supersize me one and two changed my life, y'all. The hippies had it right, my friends. The tree huggers eat fresh. And I worked in the food service industry for 30 years. You don't know what you don't know till you know it. You know what I mean? Anyways, organic and fresh as often as you can to extend this life. So you can, you know, ride this shit till the wheels fall off. We've said this 
early on here at the grind. And I'm reminding my people, because that's what I do, man. I watch my people's backs and they watch mine. That is how people actually in the grind, that's how they roll. Welcome to the East West Grind. Come one, come all. First off, how's this mic? That might not be a good idea, but uh, this is my third one. I just couldn't get a clear, crisp sound back. I'm uh, pretty much a rookie in podcasting, so and, and podcasting is a lot of like techie shit. I didn't go to school for it. There's no need. I just fucking figured it out myself, connecting the mic to the laptop, the docking station to the laptop, and the monitors. Then there's wire management. Who knew? That's like so the cords aren't just flailing all about like all all yankety and shit. Wire cord management, whatever. Anyways, then there's the recording app and how to reduce noise. How to adjust this and that. How to fucking record this shit. So I'm new to all this. And and I just, uh, I'm kind of proud of myself. I figured it out. But I've been playing footsie with these, uh, some of these mic shits to try and, like I said, get the sound right and crisp. So if it sounds good, let me know. If it still sounds bad, let me know that too. You can reach me at info at eastwestgrind.com. Bring it on, my friend. I'm always looking for help to improve because quality matters in everything, especially in business matters. Business is branding, and this is a business. Quality first, because quality brings quantity. So let me know what you think of this new mic. Cool? All right, cool. Thanks. And really quick side note before we really jump in. I'm going to take you to work with me real quick. Got a story for you. My job is on like this side strip off of a main highway. And behind that strip where all those little businesses are, it's all these houses. Fucking million dollar homes that are like 50, 60 years old. It's insane. The prices for everything in the Bay Area are insane. Anyways, there's this lady. Her name's Melba. Retired nurse. 70s, maybe older, but rain or shine. Melba's all over a two to three mile radius, several times a day, every day, walking, no shit. But one of two things are happening or going on with Melba. One, she just has no filter anymore and don't give a fuck. Or two, there's some cognitive dissonance going on, in which case uh, she may not know that she don't give a fuck. An example of that is Melba's aware that we're in a pandemic, but she don't give a fuck. Like I said, some days she wears a mask, some days she don't. We have outdoor seating and people Melba doesn't even know, like that are not in her bubble just regular old customers. You know how you have your bubble, right? Well, these aren't her people. 
But Melba, she just walks up, leans on someone with one arm like uh, like they're all old pals. Like, what's up, Court? We have to shoo her away. And this is like daily. Because most people are still, you know, kind of wigged out about being close to others that they don't know. So we got to, you know, get out there and tell her to keep on walking, keep on trucking. And Melba's also going to respond one of two ways. She's going to get mad at you and tell you she's going to kick you and to get inside. Or she's going to say, what's your name? God bless you. I've got both responses from her, but I think I've figured her out. If I put my hands up to my chin like I'm praying and go, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. She won't say anything. She'll just give me a dirty look and prance off looking back at me like, like, bitch, you know. Sometimes the praying hands work. Sometimes it doesn't. It's a crapshoot. I love her, though. She keeps things exciting. Anyways, I told you about Melba, and here's how she ties into this new microphone thing. Not thing, conversation. Into this conversation. I'm not that old. But I got this mic at Best Buy. Bought it about, I guess, a mile and some change from Casa de Silva. I decided I was going to walk there and pick up my shit. So I did. And there, there I was, strutting down to Best Buy, looking in windows of other buildings and restaurant, not like a peeping Tom type, just like getting my walk on and looking around. And I was reminded, because I speak to a lot of people at work, whatever, online, not online. I talk shit online, but I speak to a lot of people, especially when I go to work, because I just love it. But I always make an effort to ask when they come in, the baby boomers and older, and even people my own age and younger, like, hey, what's your secret to living longer to the older generations? They all say the same thing. And this, there's this um, older lady who comes in, and her name is Ro in her 80s. And she says to me, like all the other ones, the secret to longevity is to keep walking. Whatever you do, keep walking. Melba's going to live forever. But the moral to the story is, and we'll call this the food for thought segment. I just invented that. But the moral to the story is, be Melba. Melba knows what's up. Walk whenever and whenever you can, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't use it, you lose it. Rose says that. All right, where else are we at today? We got some um, talk radio shit to get into with a quick bio on our selected liar of today. We got an email or two, some gossip, because that's always a fun segment. We've got an asshole this week and a couple of other things, I suppose, but we'll see how it turns out. On this uh, 17th episode of the East West Grind Podcast. Let's go, guys.
that was awesome? Today, though, in the talk radio podcast Liar Hopper, we got <laughs> Sebastian Gorka. <laughs> so who is Sebastian Gorka? Here's a nutshell version of what I've read on Seb Gorka. He's my age. His parents fled to the United Kingdom from Hungary in 1956, citation 13, after a a failed Soviet uprising, his parents left. Gorka was born in London, London. He's a PhD from some Trump U out of Budapest. Sebastian Gorka worked in the Hungarian Ministry of Defense, citation double deuce, during uh, the prime ministership of Josef Antal, citation 27. Following uh, the September 11th attacks, Sebastian Gorka became a public figure in Hungary as a television counterterrorism expert. This led to his, you know, being asked in 2002, 2002, to serve as an official expert on the Parliamentary Investigatory Committee created to uncover the communist background and alleged counter-espionage of new Hungarian Prime Minister Peter Medgreski. Sorry if it didn't come out properly. Sebastian Gorka failed to obtain or get the necessary security clearance from the National Security Office to serve on the committee. Red fucking flag! And he was denied a security clearance to work in the Hungarian parliament in 2002. Right? Generally, Sebastian Gorka was seen as a wannabe in Hungary's political circles. (laughs) And this is apparently because he was widely regarded as a spy working for the British counterintelligence. But Sebastian Gorka defended himself against uh, the charge of being a spy by saying his service in the British Army was merely as an uninformed member of its counterintelligence terrorism unit tasked with assessing threats from groups such as the IRA, citation 6 and 22. But dude, you suck because I'm not talking about an, like an IRA savings account. IRA is like the Irish Republican Army. And that is a rabbit hole I did not want to go down, but I'll put some stuff in the show notes If anyone else wants to, you know, check it out, feel free to. I'm only gathering as much information as I need to paint the picture of this Bannon Trump lapdog that is uh, Sebastian Gorka. Know the people who work in our government, right? He was an advisor to the president. Shouldn't we all know just who all these characters are? especially? If we are voting in people as their boss, like former President Trump, but as he brings on some shady people, some shady characters, 
such as a Sebastian Gorka, shouldn't we all know like what's up, who's doing what with where, whom, what, where? The Steve Bannons, like these guys are red flags. These are scumbags. You wouldn't let your daughter in high school. No fucking way. Red flag. But in 2008, Sebastian Gorka came to America and worked under anarchist and conspiracy theorist Steve Bannon over at Breitbart News, which was founded by the deceased Andrew Breitbart. This dude was a conspiracy theory. Nutjob Central. I watched this documentary that Steve Bannon, I think he directed it or produced it with Andrew. And I see why Steve Bannon hated Hollywood. He wasn't canceled from Hollywood as some hotshot movie mogul. He wasn't Harvey Weinstein in terms of success. And other stuff, I don't know. But Steve Bannon wasn't canceled. He couldn't make the cut out there. Steve Bannon's shit is equivalent to Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh D'Souza and Steve Bannon equals the National Enquirer and the Globe. There's no credibility there. They don't offer none. They just offer their opinions, and that's what you get. Quentin Tarantino and a Robert Zemeckis equal like the Washington Post, and maybe to bring it closer to home, like the San Francisco Chronicle here in the Bay Area, highly regarded and respected. Anyways, Gorka went over to Breitbart when Bannon was editor-in-chief, and when Trump got elected, both of these guys then pivoted over to working at the White House. Red flag! And side note, if you don't know who Breitbart News is, it is a far right-wing news, in air quotes, source on the internet that's started in like 2010 by uh, Andrew Breitbart. It's only 11 years old. The Daily Wire is like five years old. And people abandon our country's hundreds of years old newspapers and news sources that again have been newsing us up since the inception of the television in our country. And Americans abandon those respected news sources for those fuckers, the Breitbart's, the Ben Shapiro's. Why? Because you like what they say? You like to be fed lies and chase conspiracy theories? Are people that bored? I'm sure there's like a late night cheaters episode or Jerry Springer episode. If that's the type of shit you're interested in, but news is news. Shit is shit. Know the difference. I guarantee not one of the insurrectionists watches ABC News. Someone tell me ABC is fake. ABC, NBC, CBS. You can't. Not with a straight face. And nobody at that thing, which I just talked about, nobody at that thing watches that. Look at the shows they're watching. Somebody ask them, what are you watching? Who are you listening to? I guarantee it's that whole bubble. Anyways, back to Sebastian Gorka. He has a dual citizenship in uh, Hungary, Britain, and America. Sebastian Gorka has a podcast called America First, 
with millions of listeners. So I want to ask my mag of friends and listeners who are many and who are all over this beautiful country of ours. But I want to ask you folks a question. Dude's got dual citizenship to three countries, a throuple, Britain, Hungary, and America. He could not pass a background check in one of those three countries because he was shady. He's been here in America for about 13 years, hooked up with American felons who have either gone to prison, were headed to prison for embezzlement, Bannon, and or have received pardons by Trump for their crimes, Bannon, Stone, and people believe this guy is trustworthy and has American values first? I call bullshit. Birds of a feather flock together. You run around with losers, you will end up a loser. Unconsciously. Unconsciously, you will pick up their ways, you'll pick up their habits, you'll pick up, most importantly, their attitude about life. If you're around cynical, negative people all the time, you will become cynical and negative. So you got to watch yourself. Many of us are living out the lives of other people, living out their conclusions, living out of their consciousness. Birds of a feather, my friends. All right, now uh, we have a bit of uh, background on, on Sebastian Gorka. Now that we have that taken care of, it's all out of the way. Let's get into an episode of America America First with Sebastian Gorka. Here's a clip. Two and two, my friends. There's somebody called Greg Steuben from Florida. He's a representative, and he gave a speech in the House, and he mentioned our Lord and Savior. And if you're ever wondering about how diabolical things are on the left, just listen to the response from the man who led the witch hunt against the President of the United States, Jerry Nadler. Pay attention to this man's response to when the Lord is mentioned in Congress. Video cut eight, play cuts. Whenever a nation's laws no longer reflect the standards of God, that nation is in rebellion against him and will inevitably bear the consequences. And I think we are seeing the consequences of rejecting God here in our country today. And this bill speaks directly against what is laid out in Scripture. Our government, through this bill, is going to redefine what a woman is and what a man is. It can be anyone who identifies in that gender. Mr. Stubbe, what any religious tradition ascribes as God's will is no concern of this Congress. Did you hear that? Jerry Adler said, God's will has nothing to do with Congress. That's interesting, because it means that Jerry Nandler has no idea why America was created, has no idea what the Founding Fathers wrote in our founding documents. Let me make it simple for you, Nandler. Our Founding Fathers were Christians. Their values were not atheist values. They did not create a deist America. 
They didn't even create an agnostic America. They pledged. They risked. They endangered their treasure, their lives, and their sacred honor for those values and for you to dare to say that God has no place in the people's house is anathema to who we are as a nation and should disgust every American who loves this country. Okay, Mr. Gorka, let me help you with our Constitution. The Founding Fathers were Christians. And that's why Congress is required to allow some prayer on the Senate floor. Is that what you're saying, Mr. Trump, you PhD, who is actually really a lemon, no pun intended. But you forgot, sir, that the, the First Amendment states and what the Supreme Court has upheld. But I got you, Mr. Gorka. I'll, I'll help you out. And on the off chance that you don't know what you're doing, because that's what it sounds like. Let me refresh your memory. Congress shall make no laws respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. That's a quote. This does not say, and I quote again, the government shall be a Christian government. Nor does this say that Congress, quote, Congress shall have the power to prohibit the practice of any religion other than Christianity. It does not say that, my man. And if the founding fathers intended for this to be the case, what you're claiming, they would have stated as such. In fact, the Supreme Court has interpreted this already. Laws can't. It's already been decided. It's law. But laws can't advance nor inhibit religion or cause government to become excessively entangled in religion. We don't want that. This means that the government shouldn't get mixed up in religion because it'll eventually lead to either the excessive entanglement, like we just talked about, and or the infringement upon religion. This is why Congress should not and isn't required to pray in sessions. The more government becomes involved with religion, the less religious freedom we have. You should like less government. Isn't that what you're about? Like less government, people, you know, rule the roost. If you want the U.S. to be a Christian country like most authoritarian countries, and you want Congress to be required to pray during each session, then say so. But don't try to make people believe that the Constitution states it and that the Founding Fathers intended it. Remember, the Founding Fathers fled for religious freedoms too. You think you can just cash in this shit or with this shit, you are feeding the American people because you're nothing more than a wannabe, sir. The only people you can get are the flat earth society, those type of people, 
drug addicts, I'm not putting them down, I'm just saying, or people with mental health issues, and you know it. In fact, that is your target audience because you know they are easy to manipulate. This is why you are trash, Mr. Gorka, taking advantage of the American people. You fucking pickpocket. Let's see if Dominion shoots a marble at your marble next. That'd be great. Okay, here's another episode of uh, America First. 46 seconds, my friends. See you then. Where do you get your news from? Do you watch television? My wife's traveling. She's away. So it's just me and the dogs at home. And I switched on the television. We don't watch television. I, I sat in front of this thing with hundreds of channels. I swear to you, it turns your little gray cells into liquid. Okay? It is not good for your brain. Forget just the content, the asinine content on so many channels. Sorry, this is America First. I'm Sebastian Gorka. The ad breaks. The ad breaks alone can send you to the loony bin. Okay, here he says he doesn't watch TV. The content, the ads, the Geico commercials, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, it's terrible. All right, so I came here to give you my demo. I just, I, I'm, I worship you and I just wanted to give you my demo. Just take a listen and, and... okay. Because you know what? You don't want to be the guy sitting there watching BBC and saying, Oh, I saw that guy. He was my waiter and I totally dismissed him like everyone else does in his life. And I totally, she was wrong because he's a major, major, major influence on me now. And I feel terrible. <clears throat> that stupid English voice, was that me? Unfortunately, yes. But, uh, Sebastian Gorka. But he goes on to read how two California representatives wrote letters to major media outlets demanding to know if they have standards for their news sources. We talked about this in like past episodes. Someone's got to, you know, check into this fairness doctrine that Reagan rolled back. I think it's episode 15, 16, the, the past East West grinds, but someone's got to look into this shit. Cause these motherfuckers should be telling us, the American people, the truth, not spreading lies and conspiracies like Fox, like own, like the Newsmax. Agreed? Who doesn't want the truth? Anyone? Anyone? Now back to the the two reps from California that Gorka was talking about. So Gorka goes on to say they sent letters to the major outlets and they want to know if those media companies have standards at Fox, at OWN, at Newsmax. The information that came out of those outlets played a huge part in spreading the lies that resulted in January 6th in that insurrection. And people want to know what their standards are. Our government wants to know. Our elected officials want to know. And I say, why not? They grill the shit out of the tech industry. Grill these fools too. But Gorka was crying about 
You know, like, why aren't CNN and MSNBC and ABC and NBC, CBS, why aren't they on the list? Why, Miss Karen Gorka? Because none of their viewers went to the Capitol acting crazy. Those news outlets have standards in their reporting. Because remember, and I don't know, maybe nobody came down there, down to Britain or Hungary, and told you that most of those outlets that I just talked about have been reporting news since, like I said, the inception of television here in America. Fox, I don't know, these guys have taken a hard right turn. Now they have competition in the own and the, and the Newsmax. The Murdochs are shitting the bed. Back to the episode where Sebastian Karen Gorka is complaining about ads and Geico commercials and it's just pissing him off. Here's another clip from that uh, same episode. Enjoy. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First on the Salem Radio Network. Sadly, we're living under a Biden-Harris administration. What does it mean for your finances? More debt, more regulation, more money printing, less growth and higher taxes. The importance of owning physical gold and silver has never been greater. Call the veteran-owned Midas Gold Group today to get their guide to owning bullion and coins. Call 480-360-3000 or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. So uh, Geico commercials, huh? They're lame. But gold and silver, which nobody buys anymore, you're okay with putting your name on, huh? Huh, Miss Gorka? And selling that shit like a Girl Scout selling Girl Scout cookies. Put that fucking gun down before you take a fucking toe hit. Everybody shut the fuck up. Everybody shut the fuck up. Especially you shut the fuck up. You like Girl Scout cookies? Come in, come in. You want a cookie? Here's a cookie. Now back the fuck up like I done told you to, dumbass motherfucker. Back up. Back up. I love Martin Lawrence. Hey, my MAGA listeners, haters, newbies, everybody listening. See how dumb he thinks you are? He's like, don't buy or watch the mainstream media's commercials or their shows or their channels, their ads. Don't do that. Listen to me. Buy my gold and silver that I get behind, and all is gravy. This motherfucker gets a cut of every lame ass piece of gold and silver he sells. He can't get Geico Insurance to sponsor him. And that's a third rate insurance company. No disrespect to Geico, but it's not AAA or farmers. But not even Geico wants him. They don't want him promoting their product because he's a lion ass liar. All right, let's get into some gossip. I just finished watching CPAC, the Conservative Political Actions Conference. 
It's like an annual thing. Trump was the headliner on Sunday. This is his like first outing outing since the inauguration. It was like a three-day event. The CEO of Goya Foods came out like, uh, Trump is still the legal, legitimate, real president. He won the election. This motherfucker, he's going to be on deck with the My Pillow guy. And I say, good. Dominion should add all you guys that keep selling this shit. But he, they should add you guys, all of them, to the $1.3 billion defamation lawsuit and put all you guys out of business. You can't be fucking with the American people's minds like this. And guess what? Nobody eats your processed shitty beans, my man. I actually never heard of your processed canned garbage until the Trumps were were marketing um, the product from the White House. But why are people, I keep wondering why people are still riding behind this dumpster fire that is the Trump train. spreading. These election lies is costing people like the My Pillow guy, like Rudy Giuliani, like Sidney Powell, but it's costing them, not Trump, legal fees, possible financial damages, definite brand damage. Rudy Giuliani was once respected. Now he goes down as uh, the president's lawyer that gave press conferences in an alley, in a hotel lobby in front of porn shops, behind funeral homes. It's embarrassing. He's the star of Borat 2, tucking his shirt in, wink, wink. He goes down as disgusting. Why are people ruining their lives and reputations for this guy? He don't give a fuck about them. You, he don't give a fuck. Over at the CPAC, that fucking Ted Cruz was there, he came out like this. But already Joe Biden and the radicals in his administration, they are already overshooting. They are already going too far. Their policies don't work. They are disasters. They are bad. They are destroying jobs. They are stripping our freedom. And there is a natural pendulum to politics. And the country will come back to sanity. And mark my words, 2022 is going to be a fantastic election year. And so is 2024 as we stand together and defend liberty, defend the Constitution, defend the Bill of Rights of every American. In the immortal words of William Wallace, freedom! That's how you sound, Cancun Cruz. You ain't Mel Gibson, man. Ted, you ain't Braveheart. Like, who told you that shit was a good idea, Ted? Was it Heidi? If it was Heidi, she just got back at you for not doing shit when Trump called her ugly. That's the only thing that logically makes sense. I was embarrassed for you, my man. I was sitting in my chair with, like, my hand over. You know how you got your hand open and, like, your index finger and your middle finger, it's separate, but you can just see... You're not watching, but you can see what's going on. That shit was dumb, Teddy. D-hum dumb. But the CPAC arena was like half full. 
None of the traditional or respected Republicans were invited, or if they were, they declined to attend. Mike Pence declined the invitation. Little Marco backed out at like the last minute. Something suddenly came up. 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 And all the speakers that took the stage gave speeches that were either filled with lies and or they acted crazy like Lion Ted. Jeff Flake, who is a former Republican senator in Arizona and is not in the Republican camp, got on CNN after Trump after Trump spoke and was like, yeah, now Trump, uh, he don't own this party because that's what Trump was saying. He's like, I'm the man. But Jeff Flake was like, he actually ruined it. And I've been saying this for a very long time. If the Republican Party is ever going to have a chance to stand toe-to-toe in political races again, they better go and dust off former Speaker Paul Ryan and get him and Adam Kinzinger and the Jeff Flakes and start to put money behind them. Let them rebuild the political... Republican political party in their images. These guys are respectable men. And side note, I'm a pink pussy hat wearing Democrat. Remember that global march after Trump's election 2016? I protested in that shit in 2017. Millions of women, men, kids all over the country, all over the world got up and protested after that 2016 election of Trump. We knew what was coming. We knew his past. And we took it to the streets. That is our constitutional right. And not one fight, one death, not one death, or arrest, burned down building, attempted government takeover. That is the Democratic Party I am with. Now, circling back to um, what can only be described as an identity crisis that all the Republicans, the entire party, I guess most, is and has been going through under Trump and team. But listen, Americans don't like chaos in their lives that isn't self-inflicted, and they certainly don't like drama in government on either end of the aisle, either side. You want to calm people down and get back to weekend barbecues and bowling leagues and camping, birthday parties and graduations that aren't drive-bys. Vet your political candidates on things that matter, like character, and not the drama that they can bring to the respected floors of Congress and the Senate simply for a soundbite that'll get a ton of views, thus followers equal potential votes in politics. How is that uh, dumb shit, like drama, how is that good for the American people? How is a public servant working for the American people and for the Constitution by bringing Jerry Springer drama to the floors? It's not. Get your shit together, politicians, left and right. Como, it's like three now. What the fuck, Chuck? Get your shit together. 
Let's take a quick commercial break and go back in history for a minute. I'll see you in about three, two and a half, three minutes. In 1787, I'm told our founding fathers did agree to write a list of principles for keeping people free. The USA was just starting out a whole brand new country, and so our people spelled it out the things that we should be. And they put those principles down on paper and called it the Constitution. And it's been helping us run our country ever since then. The first part of the Constitution is called the Preamble and tells what those founding fathers set out to do. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility. Okay, quick email or tweet. I got Blackjack. Blackjack says, Fauci is a Nazi. What the fuck? Last year, Blackjack says, last year at this time, he told us we didn't need masks now. We didn't need masks. Then he told us we need to wear masks. Oh, I get what you're saying. He said we didn't need masks a year ago. Uh, and now all of a sudden we got to wear them. Then he goes on to say, this is communism. Mr. Blackjack, listen, listen, my friend, I'm going to need you to use your logic skills here, sir. I'm sure this will make sense. Okay, check this out. Last year, February, last year, at around this time, we had one to 15 confirmed cases here in America. Then it progressed, right? It got worse and worse. Deaths, cases, they rose exponentially. 
with 1 to 15 people in a pool of 340 million, there's no need at the time, Fauci said. Fauci said at the time, there's no need for it. So the plans had to change after the cases started going up, right? To protect the American people. Once those cases started going up, okay, we got to make some changes. So the mask requirements were implemented in heavily populated states and counties. But in one year, sir, Mr. Blackjack, we went from 15 cases to over 28 million cases and 500, over 515,000 Americans dead from COVID. That's more than like both wars and some other wars added combined. Fauci isn't a Nazi. He's a respected infectious disease leader in America for over like four decades, like 40 plus years. Someone lied to you, sir. He assessed the situation and as it progressed and as an expert, he made the necessary changes throughout the year. Thanks for the email, my man. Okay, uh, let's see. Let's move on because it's getting long again and uh, I don't want to keep you all day, but let's move on. Gets sold. Greg's gonna feel like a big asshole. No, 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 you don't want to say that word, though. We don't want to say that word because that's a bad word. No, no, no. That's right, guys. We're here. We're at in the asshole segment. And uh, it is today's lying podcaster, talk radio host, Karen Sebastian Gorka. Anyways, let me paint the picture for you. But Sebastian, Sebastian Gorka and I, we get into this uh, Twitter like cat fight. He spreads a lie. I even forget what it was, but but I respond with the facts of how he's wrong, and I f- provide the link and the sources to shut him down. I called him like a wannabe Vincent Price. Everyone remembers Vincent Price. <laughs> He wishes he could be a Vincent Price. Anyway, apparently I struck a chord by calling uh, by calling him a wannabe because apparently the Hungarian and British government referred to him as a wannabe politician. Ha <laughs> ha. And two, Sebastian Gorka private messaged me with one eight nine question mark. I guess to try and make fun of how many followers I have on my personal Twitter account, which is like dumb. Like Twitter followers mean you're super important in life. You have self-esteem issues, Mr. Gorka. So I reply like, what, you mad, bro? He responds with professional podcaster. Ha ha ha. That's his tweet. Or not his tweet, but his private message. Some variation of that chain of events. Then, the guy bitching about cancel culture, what does he do? He blocks me. So I take a snapshot of the block and the private messages, switch accounts, and post that shit to his wall like, yeah, professional podcaster. Podcasting is a profession. This is a show. Professional podcaster, motherfucker. 
You really did get your degree from like Trump you, didn't you? You ain't alpha male shit, my man. You were an advisor to the president of the United States and you are butt hurt at what I got to say. You know the truth hurts, Sebastian Gorka, don't you? You are a wannabe, ain't you? Otherwise, sir, you, Dan Bongino, Chachi, underwear model boy, all you con men making a buck off the lies you sell to the American people. You guys, if it didn't bug you, you wouldn't get your panties in a crinkle when you were presented with facts. Thanks for playing, ladies. And Sebastian Gorka, I guarantee you, my man, Twitter ain't shit. It's just a platform. It's not real life. You're living in a virtual reality world where followers followers count as status. But what real value does it hold? Hmm? Because like Joey Salads has millions of followers and this dumb shit pissed in his own mouth on purpose. See what I mean? But I'm going to keep listening to you, Mr. Gorka. And I'm going to keep telling the American people and the world that you're nothing but a con man liar just trying to make a buck however you can. Gold, silver, what a fucking joke. Whenever I call you friend, I begin All right, my people. Enjoy this classic my little monkey sent me, which brightened up my entire day. All right, guys, I got to run. I'm running out of fresh garlic and got to get over to the store. Got to get my chef hat on pretty soon. Thanks for listening. The maddest of love for our grinders old and new. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next week, guys. I got your back. Peace.